Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the Pucks in the Net podcast. We're your hosts, Blue on Blue Shirts and Flash Sports. All right, guys. So right off the bat, we just want to put it out there that uh, my name's Travis. I'm Blue on Blue Shirts. This is Greg. He's Flash Sports. How you doing? That's who we're going to be referencing throughout the episode. This is our first episode, so it is going to be a little bit, you know, up and down here and there, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the play-in series for the upcoming 2014 uh, playoffs, and uh, we may get into a couple other topics, but we'll see how long that goes. We don't want to make it too long to start off. With. But right out of the bat, we're gonna start off with uh, the Calgary and the Jets matchup. We're gonna go through who we think is going to win the series and why so uh greg you can start it off i mean the flames have great depth they have great goaltending but honestly the jets are a little bit better mark slightly kyle connor i mean pionk's been great for them i mean obviously the jets have it easily what do you think trap yeah, uh, I'd have to agree there. I'd have to pick the Jets. Uh, one thing that Greg didn't mention that for me is a big uh, difference maker here is the goaltending, and I think Connor Hellebuck, who uh, is up for the Vezina right Vezina, now, Vezina I think uh, I think that's a difference maker for this one. Plus, you know, obviously the the forward and defensive depth that they have, uh, that's going to be a good series. But overall, again, I I mean we both agree here. Jets are probably going to take that. How many games you think? I can agree with that. Maybe. I mean, best out of five, obviously. Say maybe Jets and four. Yeah, I agree. I think Jets and Jets four and sounds four. sounds pretty good. So, all right, uh, our next matchup on the board: uh, Oilers and uh, Blackhawks. Greg, what do you got? It's gonna be an interesting series. I mean, Oilers are young; they have speed, but the Hawks they have Jonathan Tays, Kane. Kane can easily win them the series. Goaltending. A little iffy. I don't think Crawford's coming back this season. I think it's going to be um, Leonard. No, not Leonard. Um, too bad. It's too bad for uh, obviously. Mhm. Mhm. I can see the Hawks in five somehow. I I know it doesn't make All sense, right, so, but the Brinkat. So Greg is saying Hawks in five. I can see it. The Hawks are the Hawks are older. They're experiencing one cups. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say here, I, I completely disagree. It's fine. This will be the first matchup we completely disagree on. I think the Oilers are gonna take it. I think it's gonna be a pretty easy run for them. I think they're gonna win it in four. And the reason I think so is I mean, listen, you have Connor McDavid, you have you have Dreisaitl, okay? And that's with it. the with the additions <laughs> of Athena CU, right? Yeah. And and just overall they're a healthy squad right now. And I just think against the Blackhawks, yeah, you got Jonathan Taves. Yeah, you got Corey Crawford and and uh, Patrick Kane, but trust me, past their prime. Trust me, I agree with you. But uh, all I'm saying is, uh, Blackhawks, man, Patrick Kane, Taves, even Duncan Keith is back, as old as obviously he's declining. Guys, they're this still, is they're this still is, the Blackhawks, man. This is one thing I want to hear in the comment. Easily. Definitely in the comments below. I want you guys to let us know between the Oilers. And the Blackhawks, on who do you guys think they're going to win? Because everybody say, oh, Blackhawks have Kane, Blackhawks have Taves. They're going to be, they're going to come out against the Oilers and, and they're going to win. Like, I don't think so. Greg does. So definitely in the comments, let us know what you think because that's, that's definitely one of the closest matchups uh, by far. Uh, next up, we got Canucks and Wild. 
Greg. Tough one. Really tough one. You got the Wild, plenty of experience, tons of playoff experience, older guys. And I thought they were older, and, but they yeah. actually have a lot of young guys on that team. A few of them, but they have a lot of older guys, though. They're one of the oldest teams in the league. Mm-hmm. They got the Canucks. They got, obviously, Bozer, obviously, Ellis Peterson, goalie Markstrom. It's tough. I, honestly, I, I, I think and I hope the Canucks. I would say the Canucks in five, though. I think it goes five. I'll take Canucks in five. They're just... JT Miller's killing it right now. Obviously, we're all glad to see that as Ranger fans, whoever Ranger fans are listening. But, um... Got Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, obviously. can't. He's obviously... He should have won Rookie of the Year if it wasn't for McCarr killing it. Well, it's but not decided yet. It's not, but... I feel like McCarr is going to win no matter what. Well... I got nothing else to add to that conversation. Uh, I got the Canucks also. Uh, I, but the only thing that I would say is I don't think it's going to go five. For some reason, I think that this is going to be a sweep. I think it's going to be 3-0 Canucks. I mean, what is it? Dubnik against Marstrom? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dubnik for the while. I think it's going to be all about goaltending. I think both, to teams, me, yeah, I I mean, think both teams are honestly going to match pretty even. The Canucks just have a if, very young yeah. team. If Marstrom can play... As well as he has, I think Vancouver wins. But if he obviously he's not the most experienced goal in the playoffs, but if he's not going to play that, think well, about it though. I mean, Minnesota's going to win easily. Think about it's it though. It's all going to be about goaltending. You have Elias, you have Elias, Elias Peterson, and you have Quinn Hughes, two of the youngest yeah. guys in the league Brock, leading your Brock team. Bozer, JT Miller, right? JT Miller, me. I think JT had. Miller was uh, a point don't quote me, game. but he had like seventy something points yeah, he's this a point season. Per game. Um, so, you know, those those players are all going to make the difference. And, you know, I mean, we all love Zuccarello. We miss Zuccarello. But they're just too old. They're Eric just Saul, an old team. Uh, Koivu, they're just way too old. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had the step for them, especially sitting sitting out for three months. Yep, I, I, I agree. I think I think they're just an old team, and, and uh, they're lucky to be there. So our final matchup in the West, Nashville. Arizona, Greg. I I love Nashville. Um, I really do love Nashville. Arizona, though, I think I think they're gonna surprise a lot. Of Taylor people. Hall, Phil Kessel. I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people. Honestly, like they're one of my sleeper picks. I think they can be one of the teams to go to the Stanley Cup. They have a great pieces: Clayton Keller, Ekman Larson, obviously Kessel. Like, yep. They have a lot of good pieces, and a lot of people underestimate them. I do myself sometimes. So, oh, it's Arizona, but they can definitely make a deep, deep run. How many, uh, which team in how many games? Nashville, Arizona. I feel like if Arizona's going to win it, they would win it in four or five games. It's definitely, there's no way they're going to sweep Nashville. So, you're picking, you're picking Arizona? A- absolutely. I really do. Arizona, I can see them going a long way. All right. Maybe not winning it, but I can see them going to conference finals at least all right well uh i'm gonna go nashville why and why is that well you got vezina finalist pecorine right you got roman josie who is uh up there probably for the uh what's what's the defensive award the uh north the north and you got philip forsberg you got an addition of duchene who's hungry for playoff experience yeah. And uh, Ryan Johansson, they, they trust me, they're stacked. Goaltending wise, I think Nashville's better, so I, I think Nashville wins this. Pecorino, I think though, it's a five game series, though. Yeah, I agree. But Pecorino, though, he's sketchy when it comes to playoffs. He doesn't play 
He's not Pecorino during the playoffs. He's a little sketchy sometimes. All right. Agree, disagree. All right, next up we got the uh, matchups in the East. We're going to start it off with Pittsburgh and Montreal. I'm going to go first here. Uh, I think that this one's (laughs) pretty easy. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in four games. And, uh, I mean, listen, Pittsburgh's just an overall better team than Montreal all around right now. Montreal is building a contender, but Pittsburgh, you still have Malkin. You still have Crosby. Now you have Gensel back. You got a Matt Murray who's, uh, you know, he's, he's all right. I, I, never, I never loved Matt Murray. Uh, but they also have that backup goaltender that has. Tristan as, Jerry. Exactly. Tristan Jerry that's come up and, and really he's, he's competing for that that first spot because like I said Matt Murray he's an average goalie to me and and anybody can come and have that argument with me but I, I well <laughs> I, I don't you know what you want to have that talk again no, no, no. flurry led them that's it um but the only the only difference that everybody brings up in that series that it could be is Carey Price, Price yeah. all right so my opinion I pick Pittsburgh along the track but once again Matt Murray hasn't really had a solid season. Tristan Jarry's been starting more than Murray, so who do you start? Do you start Tristan Jarry? Do you start Matt Murray? It's kind of like the question when Matt Murray won a Stanley Cup. It was him, it was Mark Henry Fleury. They started Matt Murray and won a Stanley Cup. Now, I wasn't paying of, attention it's, to it's Pittsburgh. Tough, who were they playing question. prior to the, the it was pause? It mostly Tristan Jarry. It, so it was mostly him. I guess they'll battle Trust out me, in camp, but maybe Pittsburgh's Jerry makes it. Pittsburgh's always going to be in it as long as they have Crosby and Malkin. They're always going to be in it. Gensel got hurt. He's back. He's going to be fully healthy at starting mm-hmm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's a question also. Like, if he comes back and includes Plus, how he was playing. They they just got Galchenyuk now, but Galchenyuk isn't playing, right? I think... No, that's Domi. Uh, maybe think of somebody else. got traded to the uh, Wild, I think. He was on Pittsburgh. Maybe they traded to the Wild. But they got um, Jason Zucker, I'm pretty sure. So Pittsburgh having uh, Jason Zucker, too, though. Oh, uh, I messed up there. Fuck. All right, well, how many games? How many games you got Pittsburgh beating Montreal? I've got Pittsburgh in four. I can definitely see them. I, I feel like they should beat Montreal, no matter what goal he's starting. Right. But it's definitely going to be a question if Tristan Jarry has a game or two off, if he does start, or if Matt Murray, same thing. If he has a game or two off, it's definitely a question because they've been alternating all year. Mm-hmm. And Tristan Jarry, honestly, has played better this season, so... All right. Yep. All right. Next matchup in the East, we got uh, we got our all our all hated Islanders versus Florida Panthers. Greg, number one. You know, I'll start it off. Fuck the Islanders. <laughs> Greg, you go. Not sound like a biased Ranger fan. Obviously, I'm a Ranger fan, but um, I do see the Panthers. Panthers should be one of the top teams in the league. They have Barkov, Huberdeau. They have um, Bobrovsky in net, Ekblad, Yandel. Like, they're st- Hoffman. They're completely stacked. They should be a top team. They should be up there with, like, Boston, Toronto. They should be, like, that kind of team. It should be, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they do be the Islanders, obviously. Because <laughs> what Travis said, fuck the Islanders. But um, the Islanders are a gritty team. You can never, honestly, like, they won't be denied sometimes. You never know. They could definitely give the Panthers a run for the money. They already did. Tavares obviously beat the Panthers, whatever, two or three years ago. When he was an Islander. Hey. 
in overtime. Yep. But I would see. I would say the Panthers in five. Honestly, it's the only way it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a pretty good series also. I could agree, Panthers in five. Uh, Fuck the Islanders. But, again, I do not want them to get Alex Lafreniere. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the outcome. But I'd rather Florida get Alex Lafreniere than the Islanders. Uh, But we both agree there. So we'll move on. Uh, Greg's uh, number two team, Toronto Maple Leafs. Versus uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Right off the bat, I'm going to say, uh, obviously, Toronto to me. I mean, it could be a good series. Columbus is a great team. You got Tortorello, who's up for the Jack Adams Award. He's, he's a great coach. And, you know, it's just it's an overall good team. I mean, you got solid guys in Marner, Nylander, Matthews, goaltending. You got Anderson. Like, you know, solid, solid team altogether. So... I think that one's going to be pretty easy, but it's it's uh, it's going to be a four to one. Uh, I mean, four to one, four game series. If Toronto doesn't win this, they got to make a big move. They got to trade Matthews, Barner, somebody. If they can lose to Columbus, Columbus isn't a bad team. Don't get me wrong, but like they don't have any big names well, at this point. And Toronto's going to face cap problems coming up. They're going to face cap problems. They should between Matthews, Tavares, Marner. Uh, I didn't even mention Tavares before. Yeah, yeah, Tavares. If they don't win this series, there has to be a big move. Somebody has to go, whether it's Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander. It probably would be right. Nylander. Probably Nylander. But realistically, looking at the rosters, Toronto should sweep Columbus. They should. They 3-0. I, th- I see going four or five games, but like they should easily sweep a team like Columbus. This is the easiest matchup, I think, by far. If I look at any matchup, I think Toronto should easily completely beat Columbus. I disagree a little bit there. I think it's, I think it, I think Toronto should win, but I don't think that this is the easiest matchup of would, out of all the teams what here. What would you say is the easiest matchup then? So far, Columbus and Toronto. I mean, I feel like so that's far like a to me the easiest matchup is Pittsburgh Montreal. I think Montreal Pittsburgh is going to run over Montreal. Well, once again, what a lot of people said, Montreal. Carey Price can win that series. I don't think he's, at this point in his career, he's getting older. I don't think he could. But if he shines, you never know, man. He definitely could literally beat Pittsburgh. You never know. No, listen, I agree. And I, I, we both agree that Toronto's probably going to win the series. Toronto, but Columbus, Toronto, to me, if, if Toronto loses, something has to give. Whether it's firing, coach, it could be a big one. GM. No, Sheldon Keefe was just was just brought up. He's just hired, so that's not, it. Could be a big one. You could see. I don't think they'll break up Marner Matthews, but maybe I think I think Nylander is the easiest piece. In the well, of course, he's the easiest piece. Plus, they need to get rid of Cap, and he's mm-hmm. obviously the easiest Speaking piece to get rid of. Six point five. You're not going to get rid of Tavares. He's the captain. It's just you're not going to do that. So, is what it is. Um, we got one more. Uh, we saved the last best for last. In the East, Rangers versus Carolina Hurricanes. Greg, you can. Uh, I, I you Carolina can in three. Up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. Good joke. I I have the Rangers in five. I really do have the Rangers in five. I think it would. I think it will go five. A hundred percent. A lot of people are under 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 blah, 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 underestimating Carolina. They have a lot of good players. Jacob Slavin, Semenchikov. Justin Williams, they have a lot, a lot of good players. Like nobody realizes they have a great 
coach too. Like they have a lot of good players. All right. And their goaltending's not the strongest, hundred percent. But the Rangers also have a rookie goalie who's probably going to start. Obviously, Shishurkin. I mean, you also got to see Panarin first year as a Ranger. Hopefully, he performs. Sumo. Hopefully, Panarin performs. First playoff appearance as a Ranger. Hopefully, he performs. Hopefully, Zabenjad. Zabenjad is one of the hottest players in the league. Once this all ended, hopefully, he continues. I mean, it's tough. That's going to be one of the hard series, too. I would say Rangers in five. All right. So, Greg's got Rangers in five. Uh, I've been completely cocky about this, completely confident, completely biased because I am a diehard, huge-ass Ranger fan. And, and I love the team that we have out. Right, I love the goaltender situation that we have three hot ass goalies, and you know, obviously, my pick and who I think is going to be in net is Shesterkin. But up front, just having those two lines of of Mika, Kreider, and Buchnevich, and then Panarin, uh, Strom, and and Fast, and then just being able to, if you need to, bring out that 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 the big guns in in a line that consists of Mika and Panarin together. Like it's it's just nuts. The Rangers also, power play. You, you also got arrested, Kako. Now you never know what exactly. You, can do uh, you have Guys a you have a Capo Kako that that now has four months rest and looks faster than ever, ready to go. Yeah. Like he's just ready to go. As Jack Hughes is playing golf right now. Yeah, exactly. Jack Hughes <laughs> playing golf. Uh, but uh, as this cocky, confident, biased Ranger fan, I'm gonna say Rangers in three. Because you think the Rangers win three games? I don't think Igor Shesterkin gives up a loss. I think that he comes in but, and just dominates, and 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 I just think that he 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 dominates, and we have, we now have a defensive. I understand that Stall and Smith are there, but we have a defensive Truba, Fox, Lindgren, and D'Angelo, who are just gonna bring the fucking fire. So you're saying you think Shesterkin's gonna start? I said that before, and I, and 100%, I stick by hundred percent. Shesterkin's going to start. Yes, it's Shesterkin's starting job to lose, and basically, off the practices we've had so far, Coach Quinn has already said that that Shesterkin is leading the way, and that he he looks the best, and it's going to come down to who stops the most shots in yeah. practice and who looks the best. And it was already Shesterkin's job to lose prior to even coming well, into the camp. I've been reading a lot too, though they said. Like, I've been hearing a lot of comments from, like, people who've seen practices. Georgiev has looked the best, which is, like, crazy. I disagree. I'm saying, in practice, Georgiev has looked the best, which, trust me, it's not going to be his job, but you have Lundqvist, who's played amazing against the Canes. Amazing. Best goalie against the Canes by far. Shashurkin, the upcoming rookie goalie. And then you have Georgiev, who's looked the best in practice, so it's, like, Either way, it's like a good scenario, obviously. You have a three-headed monster. Unfortunately, there's only five games. It's a tough situation. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, there's only five games. Realistically, there's only three games. Gorgiev's the best training camp. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Shashurkin's been, obviously, the goalie since he's came up. And then Lundqvist. I mean, it's not much to say about Lundqvist. He's Lundqvist. He's always played crazy All right, so I have... I'll just say this. I haven't heard much about Gorgiev, so... To me, it's Shesterkin starting, and to me, it's Shesterkin with a short lease. And now, I said this before, it's not a short lease. It's not a short leash, as in, as in, 
you know, if he loses the first game, that's it. It's it's how does he play in the first game? If the Rangers, yeah. if and then this isn't look, gonna happen, but if the Rangers were to lose three to two in the first game and 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 Shisterkin looked okay and everybody else looked yeah, okay, but, you're but gonna keep him in for game two. If he lets up two or three softies, then exactly. Then if he lets up a couple softies and the Rangers, you know, lose four to one or something well, like that, then then you might go. I, but yeah. I would say you'd go to Lundqvist after that. Let's say God forbid Shisterkin starts, lets up two or three softies, we go to Lundqvist. He played. He lets up two, three softies. Do you go back to Shashirkin? Do you go to Gorgiev? That's the problem. Uh, with having, I don't know. That's the problem with having three goalies. I don't know at that point, but but the again, the Rangers going to win three, three to nothing. So, so hopefully we don't have the problem. Yeah. But it's a tough. It's a tough situation because you want everybody to be. You want everybody to be playing for the number one goalie. Yeah. You don't want them to have to be guessing on who's going to be in there. So which in, game. in the Rangers Kane series, who do you see standing out? Like. Player-wise, not goalie-wise. Okay, well, listen. As I said before, you have this dominant performance from Artemi Panarin, who just literally, like, he just... It, the game changes when he steps on the ice, right? And then you have this this, this powerful player in Mika Zibanejad that's just... He's given so much uh, energy from the presence of Artemi Panarin, right? Yeah. And not only that, you have Chris Kreider, who just... He was he was having a signed great a new year, contract, yeah. having a great year. Signed a new contract, ended up getting money. hurt, pissed him the hell off for getting hurt because he thought he was going to miss the playoffs, miss this yeah, great so run. Now he's more energetic, than and ever. exactly, yeah. he's more ener- he's more so energetic who do you than ever. For a sleeper pick, not not like somebody who's going to do great. You expect Panarin's been to do good, right? Sleeper pick. I who think, do you think he's going to overperform more than usual? You know what? And I know that. Everybody's going to say this. You just want to say it just to make it happen, but Capo Caco. I think Capo Caco is going to uh, play very good. But he's he's going to play. A lot of time off, clear his head. He's going to be Capo Caco that we saw highlights of prior to coming played, to the Rangers. He played hockey for like two years straight. Yeah. Kid was 17, went straight to the NHL draft, like went right to the Rangers training camp. It's a lot. A lot of people judge him. Yeah. 17-year-old kid. He moved across in North America. On Carolina? Barely knew our language. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Listen, exactly. You got it's this guy easy. coming we, over. We all sit here from our couches and judge a kid like him. It's not easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy at all. Uh, all right. Well, we Carolina. got Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen. I don't think a guy like Trocek is going to come out and be, like, you know, amazing. But he's going to perform the way that he has, you know, uh, ever performed. Yeah. He's just he's going to be good. Yeah. And then you have... You have chip on your shoulder guys like Brady Shea who wants to get back at the Rangers. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He he wants to get back at the Rangers, but Could I don't think it's going to matter. Could you blame him? Though? No, but <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think that he's still going to be, uh, you know, a choker. I think he's yeah. still not going to play good, and he's not going to have good defense. But who's your who's your uh, dark horse for Carolina? Carolina. Fish Nicole. It's tough. I mean, Honestly, if he actually does start, I'd say Peter Morazic. Like, he's a borderline starting goalie. When he plays good, he plays great. When he plays bad, he plays awful. So it's kind of like, which Morazic are you getting? It's either one or the other. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he plays the bad way. But you never know, though. He could Morazic could easily play like an elite goalie. Mm-hmm. He's done that before. Obviously, he's he's a starting goalie for Carolina for a reason. Right. And if, for the Rangers, I would say Dark Horse. I'd say Ryan Strom. A lot of people under underestimate Ryan Strom. Obviously, like he had a shitty first half with 
the Oilers. Didn't play that well. I think he had like three points in like 40 games. Something along those lines. It was close. Pretty bad. Came to the Rangers. Not just because of Panarin. He found a fit. He found a place that he liked playing for. He found he found confidence. I think Ryan Strom can honestly do some damage in the playoffs. Right, but Ryan Strom came here last season though. Yeah. But I'm saying he'd still do damage though. No, he's. He did, I think Ryan Strom's a great player for us right is. now. I don't and, think and it's not because I don't of think the Oilers are a good fit for him. I really don't. It has nothing to do with Panarin. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, he's only good because of Panarin. Which, yeah. trust me, Panarin and him, they play well together, obviously. But Strom's obviously playing well. I think Strom could easily be well, too. I like that pick. I think that's, a good, I think that's a good dark horse. Uh, one thing I just want to add in there, which is, which is kind of funny to me, is. Rangers traded... Uh, Ryan Spooner. No, I wasn't going there. Uh. The, Ra- the, <laughs> no. the Rangers traded uh, jo- Joey Keane for Fred Julian Gauthier. For Julian Gauthier. Julian? Oh, Fred Gauthier is from Toronto. There you go. For Julian Gauthier. And uh, Gauthier is on the Rangers team, and he's, he's most likely going to be there for uh, opening, the playoffs, uh, yeah. opening game. And, Ju- and uh, Joey Keane... Didn't make the taxi squad, so he's he's. That's a little he bit of a shocker to me because he was no. He's, he didn't make Carolina's third. Didn't even make it. No. Wow. And he he to me, I thought that was somebody that would definitely make the roster. Yeah. He played great. You know what, Golfy might have a great. little chip on the shoulder. He exactly. Might, he might be like, you know what, I'm gonna. He's thinking, okay, well, I actually made the team. This is a team that didn't bring me up to the NHL. I want to do good yeah, against like, them. This team traded me. Right. Like whatever. Like, you got to make the roster. Like you got Adam Fox. Who we traded to from Carolina for two, two, two second round picks. Mm-hmm. He's every time he plays Carolina, he looks ready to fucking go. So every time Adam Fox was any team, though. exactly. But I'm just I'm ready for good, that to be like, something. I never realized how good he actually was. All right, guys. So there you have it. Those are our uh, those are our picks for the playing series. At least we, we're not going to go through the round robins today. Maybe on the next episode, but. Uh, one topic that we do want to just squeeze in here for the final uh, minutes of this episode is uh, who we think the Rangers will end up naming uh, the next captain uh, for the uh, upcoming 2021 season. And uh, I'm going to leave that to Greg to start off because I think we have the same pick, but... I feel like it should be... It's a Ben Jad. 100%. He's, he leads by leadership example he does everything possible to be a captain but also he could be Chris Kreider 100% he's been a ranger since obviously he's been drafted drafted the entire time been through all the ranks it's tough right I think Zabendia deserves it but I wouldn't be mad if Kreider got it also I agree there I think so my my top pick for captain would be Zabendia uh I just think that the guy brings fire I think that he knows exactly what how the team needs to perform, and and the only thing that I would add though is my second choice would be Chris Kreider for the simple factor of of when you give somebody the captaincy, it it may take away from how they play or so, how, yes, you know what I mean. Ben so Jad isn't exactly fit for it to be a captain, and I don't want that to happen. I, know, I don't I'm want to screw him up. Not a good player, but maybe he's not fit to be captain. I don't want that to be something. But I do that remember on. one play where Benja passes it to uh, Bushnevik. Bushnevik misses. They go on the bench. 
and Zbenjaz yelling, not not like yelling at him, like angry. He's just he's just like, oh, you got to do this, you got to go right. here, you got to go there. Right. He's teaching. Like that, he's, that's, he's that's, coaching. that's a captain, though. He's telling him what right. to do. He's like, listen. He's like, you did a good job. He's like, but you should do this, do that. Like that's what right. he wanted the captain. That's what Callahan was. Callahan led by example. Callahan was never the type of player to do something extra. He was always like, oh, lead by example. If I'm right. going to do this, you're going to do this. So both of our top picks for captain are Mika Zibanejad. And both of our second too, picks for captain are Chris Kreider. Who would be your dark horse for captain? Well, this though? is the funny thing. Dark horse for captain. This, this My, mine, Han, mine, Mark Stoll. That's funny. You He's never got know. one year you left. He's know. not signed again. This, this is the funny thing to me because I've seen this on, on Twitter so much lately is that the overall consensus is that for some reason people think that Jacob Truba is going to be the next captain. And and listen, it's not a it's not a bad choice. I wouldn't I wouldn't not it has to be love Zibinjad, that choice. Number but one, I they they're not stupid. They we're thinking dark horse here, but you you know listen again. I've True. I've asked I've asked a bunch I, of people, and for Truba. some reason they're saying Jacob Truba. So I feel like Zibinjad or Kreider. Either way, if Kreider was named, I wouldn't be mad. Right. All right. Well. Listen, guys, thank you for joining our first episode, and uh, we'll definitely be a little bit better on the next one. We'll definitely, you know, we're going to bring a lot more topics, and and we're going to start being more involved on Twitter and asking you guys what you'd like to hear from us and, you know, what you'd like to see and and get involved more and whatnot. Uh, But we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys for the opportunity. Shout out to uh, Statboy Steven, Rangers Rundown, Blue and Blue Shirts. Flash Sports, New York Flash Sports. (laughs) Have a good one.